Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We're super excited today to have Parker Bautner on our show today. Did I say your name right, Parker? You did. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Parker, um, I'm excited to get to know him even better. He and I met through a, a mastermind group that we're a part of. And he loves King and he's a mindset coach. So he and I are like from the same pea, two peas in the same pod. <laughs> anyway, Parker, we're so excited to have you today. Parker is passionate about the outdoors and he's had a lot of opportunity to work on his hobbies with plants and butterflies. And he is a father of three cute girls, I'm sure. And he's from Utah. So he gets to be in the great outdoors there. Haven't you guys had a bit of snow lately, Parker? Yep. Yep. Just a little, a little bit about two days ago, and it's been cold enough that it's stuck. Um, but yeah, it's made things white again. So my kids and my wife are happy about that. Awesome. Yeah, we we usually get the storm the day before you guys. So you might have some snow coming your way. It comes from Idaho into Salt Lake pretty nicely there. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell my dad, there's snow tomorrow. So you guys might get a little more. Um, awesome. We'll so today, Parker, awesome. yeah, look forward to it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, today, Parker is going to talk to us about butterflies and Butterflies are one of my favorite creatures on this planet. Um, I know as I've gone through a lot of transformation in my life, I've really connected with butterflies. And um, I do have a really beautiful butterfly decal on the back of my car, just because I love the whole symbolism of butterflies transforming. And their transformation is so huge. It's like, you know, they go from this little egg egg they start out to this just beautiful flying just a, a creature of possibilities and grace and beauty and so we're so excited to hear this today Parker tell me how you got interested in butterflies to begin with well thank you so much um I should also say I didn't say that thank you so much for having me on here um yeah. I so I've I grew up in the nursery industry um with my grandpa starting a plant nursery you know, over 60 years ago. And so it's, it's just been in the family where I've been around plants, I've been around nature. Um, and so um, as far as butterflies go specifically, it was about three years ago that there were a couple people coming to me with some ideas of how I should raise butterflies for them, for some educational purposes, um, for conservation purposes with, with certain companies that like to do a, a great big butterfly release um, and also like a room you can walk in and see the butterflies and like see them up close because out in the wild sometimes they just zip past you and you don't really get to observe them so yeah, yeah. that's kind of just just looking into that and then giving it a try I just I just decided to try it out 
Um, That's so cool. What type of butterflies? Did you have some monarchs or, or is it a specific type or have you worked with quite a few different ones? So personally, I've worked with, you know, just about four varieties is really those main ones. And yeah, monarchs, definitely almost everyone's favorite because they're big, they're orange. They just have these bright, beautiful colors on them. Yeah. Um, and then there's three other, you know, they're also native butterflies, native here to Utah, um, but also pretty native around the whole, you know, United States continent. So um, yeah, just, it's been a lot of fun. That's great. So how many would you say you've raised? Um, over the past three years, I've estimated it's about 30,000 butterflies. So wow. this year alone oh. was, was about 10 to 12,000. And I'm going to, you know, go over my numbers again, but that about two months ago was at 10,000 um, was what my estimate was. So yeah, awesome. quite a few. <laughs> that is so cool. So, so would people maybe see one of your butterflies out and about? I mean, probably their life cycle is so short that by now they might not be around or how does that work? So that's a great question. Um, some butterflies, they hide, like they go into hiding or, or hibernation um, through the winter. A lot of butterflies, they migrate to Mexico kind of at a similar time that the monarchs do. So oh. right now um, in most of the U.S., because it's cold, we're getting some snow, most butterflies are overwintering. You're not really going to see them right now. But yeah, okay. starting in the spring spring, summer, and then even into early fall, that's when they're around. That's when they're active and they're flying around. So, um, so some of your butterflies will be making that journey or are all of yours? Cause you said some of them are in like observe observation areas or rooms where you can go see. So are, are any of yours making the migration? You know what I mean? Or are yeah. they all in captivity? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, um, almost every single butterfly I raised this year was released into the wild because all those exhibits, those educational exhibits were closed down. Oh, um, yeah. So this year, yeah. Yeah. So this year, almost all of them were released outside with, and and I and I did fun little things to help out moms with their homeschooling and things like that, where I just, I provided like a really small butterfly kit for the kids to be able to watch a caterpillar, a little tiny caterpillar grow, and then do the whole, do the whole process of transformation right there in their house. And the then, metamorphosis. You know, the whole, <laughs> yeah. The whole metamorphosis and then let it go outside. That's half the fun. So, That's so cool. Very yeah, cool. It, it was, it was definitely, definitely had to change some things this year, but it was a blast and, and it was a, it was a big hit for people. That's awesome. So I know that, you know, as we've talked to you, let me know that you have been feeling this drive to really, you know, you've, you've loved being with plants and animals and things like that, but now you've felt this, this big drive to just get out there and help people kind of putting yourself out there. So this is kind of new and fun and an awesome opportunity for you to start connecting. How long have you been coaching? Uh, so I've been coaching now for a, exactly 12 months. Awesome. That's great. So, and I know you have a freebie for us at, that'll be coming up. So everybody keep listening because um, Parker has a great opportunity for a few people to work with him too. So that's, 
that's great. That'll be coming up. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about how butterflies relate to people? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been, I've been studying this myself for about the three years that I've been raising butterflies. Like I knew the butterflies were special, right? There's something in nature. Um, and they just go through this fascinating transformation that not all creatures, you know, in nature go through, but there was something really, really special about them. So working with them alone was a lot of fun, but then like really trying to dive into what is nature like trying to teach us with these? Cause I feel like there's a lesson everywhere, everywhere in nature for us to learn. Yeah. Um, and like just looking at, looking at their process of how they transform and how it's like, it's the same every single time. Um, and there's like, there's no shortcuts. There's no, um, there's just no way around it. There's ways to influence it, make it happen slower or faster, but it has to happen in the same order every single time. And so it was like, it was just fascinating for me to look at that and go, okay, how, like, how do we relate to these? Like, what's the lesson that we're trying that's like being taught to us? Um, and I started... When you, when you say that, and you're talking about these processes, I think of how so many things with people and our mindsets are predictable. And it's like, you have to learn what those are to shift and, and then start applying. And there's definitely processes that help with that, or, you know, even like a grieving process that humans go through. There's definite stages and steps that you kind of go through. And that, that's just interesting because you can apply yeah. it to so many different things. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for some, I like if you if you relate it right back to butterflies, some butterflies can go through this whole process, you know, where they and we know the process. We learned it in elementary school or sometime in school. They start off as an egg. They hatch into this little tiny caterpillar, which like seeing that happen is fascinating. They're they're like a quarter the size of like an ant. They're very tiny and they'll multiply, wow. they'll multiply their size like over 2000 times in the course of like two weeks, two to three weeks. Wow. Um, that's some good growth. And then, you know, it, that's a, it's, yeah, it's a very rapid growth. Um, and then they, they're still not reached. They're still not at their full potential. They have to go through this inward change. Um, and so the way I've, I've studied it and just and kind of described it is they turn back into an egg. They literally, they've gone through this huge growth process and then they have to turn back into an egg and completely change like their, the makeup of what they're going to do, how they're going to be when they come back out of that egg. They don't so just, you're saying that the cocoon part is almost like a rebirth. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That's so cool. So that, that's a, that's actually a perfect way, a perfect way to describe it. Um, Cause you know, like, like, okay, think about this. You see a butterfly that doesn't want to let go of a plant. Like let's say it wants to try and eat a leaf and it's programmed at that point to, to pollinate and be on a flower. Like it wouldn't be fulfilling the measure of its creation, right? If it was just like sitting there on leaves and it didn't want to fly anywhere, it didn't want to do anything. And so uh -huh. as a caterpillar, you know, it goes through this growth process where it can't even, it can't leave 
the leaf. You know, that's what it eats. That's how it grows. And then it goes through this amazing Uh process where it has to leave. You know, they have to migrate. Um, And Uh it's like, okay, you know, how many of us feel like we're still stuck? We're, We're still stuck on the leaf. And we're like, I know I need to migrate. I know I need to like, I know I have a great mission or purpose out there. Like I want some amazing results, you know, of, of whatever that is. We all have our dreams, but we feel stuck somewhere. So it's so the it's butterfly. You're saying, yeah. So you're saying the butterfly has to leave to survive. So tell us, tell us why. So um, let's just like take the monarch. Fly, right? Yeah, let's take the monarch butterfly for example. They, you know, they can't freeze. But yet they live half the year, they're living in the, in the, the main, you know, the main landmass of the continental US. And we all know that that gets tons of snow, it freezes, you know, lakes freeze, mountains freeze. Um, they would die if they just stuck around and stuck here. And so they have like, even if they were in a caterpillar form, right? They did that huge, amazing growth process, but then they didn't make that inward change they would, mm-hmm. they wouldn't, they wouldn't make it to be able to do what butterflies do, reproduce, pollinate, migrate, come back. And it's almost one of those wow factors that we're still learning so much about. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So not only they would not have food because it freezes over here, but then yeah. they would freeze. So they have to just adjust. It's like, okay, how can I adjust to accomplish what I need to? Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. And, and I actually came across this quote um, on, on Facebook just last week. And I don't, I don't know, I don't have the exact quote, but in paraphrasing it, it was like, you know, butterflies don't just, you know, a caterpillar doesn't just slap wings on and like take off and fly away. They actually wrap themselves up into a, an egg and they turn, they turn back into this disgusting goo that then like retransforms how they are, how they're going to live. And then they emerge as an amazing, beautiful butterfly. Like we miss like nine out of 10 times with the, be- the beautiful butterflies we see, we miss that whole crazy process beforehand. And I feel uh-huh. like as humans, we almost do the same thing. Like maybe we're maybe, you know, beginning of this year, we were terrified and we were scared and we wrapped ourselves up in blankets. Right. (laughs) And we're like, like, if that's, if that's you, like, just keep going. You're, you're like, you're on a good path. Like keep going. Don't give up. Don't just stop. Like keep moving forward. Even if it's teeny little steps. Yeah. Well, and I, I think too, that sometimes we compare us as a caterpillar or an egg to somebody else who's already gone through the transformation of having the wings and having the movement and accomplishing great things in our eyes, you know, yeah. um, and that's interesting. So how, how do you help people appreciate where they're at in their process? Because, so, yeah, yeah. So we have talked a lot about butterflies and I, I honestly, I could get totally sidetracked and just focus on how cool they are. But yeah, really, this is great. <laughs> the, the way, the way that like the way I see it, we, we don't have 
we have very few shortcuts. Like we, if we want to have amazing things happen in our life, we can't just wait for someone else to come and slap those wings on us. We have to really go through this internal transformation, this internal growth, um, this internal change. And Mm -hmm. that's something we get to do every single day. We don't just get one shot. Um, We are, you know, we, we are super, super, we're super blessed with having the opportunity to wake up every day and be able to make decisions. And then the next day we get to adjust and the next day we get to make more decisions and adjust. So we get the opportunity every day to work on ourselves, to create that internal transformation, that internal change. Um, And something that's actually like, I used to make fun. I'm going to go into vision boards here for just a second. I used to make fun of that because I didn't understand it. Like I thought it was like a, a magical you know, a magical board or a magical poster you put up on your wall and somehow, somehow you were, you know, it came into your life and you were able to get it. But really what a, once I started diving into what a vision board was, it was like, it was changing me from the inside to like have a goal of something that I wanted and look towards that goal. So yeah, I think you said it perfectly. We might be in that you know, that tiny little caterpillar stage where we're still learning, we're still growing, but we're comparing ourselves to everybody else who's already, you know, made it in some way. Like we're comparing our worst to their best. You know, they've made it financially. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. Don't you think we feel stuck when we're kind of either in the egg or just that caterpillar that's crawling around on a couple of leaves and that's all we've got going? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It can feel like things are happening so slow, but they're really important things. They're really important. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. I love that you're bringing up vision boards because this is one of our favorite techniques. And I forgot to pardon, Christina is not on the show today. Um, Both she and I have been back and forth quite a bit with our dad and she's actually taking a break today and going skiing because she has snow. So anyway, we excuse Christina today, but both Christina and I love vision boards. And um, even one of the, the movements that we've got going in the new year emphasizes vision boards a lot, our Rise Now class. And um, so tell us about your experience with vision boards and how, like, as you're saying, when you first start out, it's kind of like, oh, can I make these changes? And you feel a little uncertain and you feel kind of new at like putting a goal out there and thinking, okay, can I really like make changes in my life that actually improve my life or that I can actually be in a different state if I apply these things? Cause I think sometimes we all, we lose hope. It's like, okay, yeah. um, everybody else is succeeding. I'm not, I, this is just how it is for me. This is just my life. We feel stuck. So, so how would you encourage people um, in that way with vision boards? And, and what did you do to kind of break through that? Can this really work or can I really make changes? Yeah, that's a, that's a really great question. So um, I knew that there were some things like in, let's say in my relationship with my family, with my spouse, where we wanted to really improve. We wanted to be able to take it to the next level. Um, even in business, right? Take my business to the next level, take our relationship to the next level. And there was some things that I was missing. I had an amazing mentor myself who he brought up the, the fact that 
like our lives uh, first start with our thoughts. So like all the choices and things that we make, first they're a thought, right? And the thing is we can yeah. be, we can have so many thoughts, we can be confused and like we can have all these thoughts swirling around in our head or we can learn to focus those thoughts. You know, we make like, I, I've heard it said, we make like 80,000 decisions a day, you know, each step, you know, just there's all sorts of things that we, we're making tons of decisions every day. And so it's easy to get distracted. Mm -hmm. It's And so a vision board helped me to focus, like get my thoughts and control them enough and long enough to focus on like a desired outcome or a desired result that I wanted to, to head towards. And even just this last week, <clears throat> I was able to, um, I had something fulfill on my vision board, which was a relationship, um, like a relate. it was a, a goal that my wife and I had, we put it up on our vision board and we're like, okay, we, we want to have like really great conversations. We don't want to fight for a full 30 days. So yeah, awesome. we're married. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we found ourselves like, we just decided, Hey, maybe our arguments like turn into fights a little too often. Let's have this goal uh -huh. of not fighting for 30 full days. And it was yeah. like, once we were both on board for that and we were able to focus on that's what we want, mm -hmm. then all the conversations and all the things that would come up naturally like we were able to stay focused on that goal. Like, okay, let's talk about this as long as it's the discussion, as long as, you know, we, we manage our emotions and we don't like go all crazy and, and start fighting. Right. Cause that's what we don't want. We're trying to move away from that. So just, that was the yeah. goal we and pulled think, off just this last week. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's awesome. I think sometimes with relationships, um, we mean well, but somehow we think, oh, the other person is wrong or whatever. And, or, or we think that our point of view is more on. And so sometimes we get in a space of like pulling apart instead of pulling together. And I love that goal. And I, I feel like, you know, we want these great relationships or we want the wings to fly in our relationships. But it's like those little changes, like the fact that you guys set a 30 day goal, it's just a small thing. And then as you work towards that, you're making shifts and getting closer and closer to the desired outcome to that desired relationship that you want together. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really the, the beauty behind it was the picture on the wall that symbolized, you know, we're going to go 30 days without fighting. That was our focus. So anyone could put a picture on a wall and like, call it your vision board. You put a picture on your wall and you make that your focus, right? You make that your focus. You're really going to do everything you can to make that happen. And um, we better and clarify too, that if, if someone has a spouse or a significant other that isn't really into self-development or isn't sold on this idea, then put a, put a goal up. That's just your goal that doesn't depend on anyone else. Cause you don't want stuff like I can't move forward. You don't want to do the relationship goal when the other person's not on board, you might work on your side of that, right? Like yes, I'm going absolutely. to do a <laughs> kindness act or, or something loving for this other person in my life daily and you work on your side of it instead of trying to bring in both sides when the other person's not ready. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm really glad you you brought that up just to clarify. This was so this was one goal where we both had it together, right? So because it involved both of us. But let's yeah. say, yeah, like you yeah. said, your spouse or, or whoever, they're not on board for it. You can still um, you can still pick a goal that's just for you. So I, I love what you said about, you know, like I'm going to do one nice act every day, you know, for 30 days. That could that could very well be a goal. Like I'm just going to do one act of service every day to my spouse, to my coworkers, whoever it is for 30 days. And that's your goal. Um, and yeah, that and that's yeah. what you you make that your focus. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's awesome. Okay, cool. So as people are trying out vision boards, you know, what kind of advice would you give them? Do you think how many goals do you usually recommend that they start with and, and kind of how to focus in, you know, cause you don't want to get too overwhelmed with something new. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I've seen it. I've seen people where they have this collage on their wall of 80 different things that they want in their life. And it's almost like there's, there's definitely value in that. There's definitely value in having, you know, future, that many future things on your wall. But really what I would suggest is like start small, start achievable with something that's achievable and then work on achieving it because then you can always double, you can always double it or add to it as time goes on. Um, a big, I think a big, a common mistake people make is, is they hear someone who has a vision board and they're like, and they're a millionaire, right? That's a really easy example. They're a millionaire. They have a vision board and they're saying, Hey, you can do it too. So what do people do? They they go home and they put a million dollars on their wall and they have no idea how to achieve that. And like super easy mm -hmm. to get caught up in super easy, but the story behind that million dollars very well could be, you know what? I just, I just wanted to feed my family for a month and make like an extra thousand bucks. And that's where they started. It could have started. Yeah. yeah. So it could be the accumulation of 50 smaller goals. And now they're to that point. And so absolutely. Absolutely. So good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You said it perfectly. So start with something that's going to stretch you, but that's achievable. Because also a big mistake is people put these amazing things up there and then they forget about them after a while because they made them a little too big. And, I, and I, I'm only saying these because I've done that. You know, I yeah. have there's some goals on the wall. They've been there for over a year. <laughs> it's like, there's other goals. I put them up two weeks later, I'm pulling them down. Like I, I got those and you want to build and create that success. And which, energy. Yeah. And tell us how, yeah. Tell us how that feels when you get it. You use the words like success energy. So when it comes off, what's that like? Um, well, you need to have a celebration moment, right? You don't just want to like take it off, chuck it in the garbage, right? Like, okay, I got this next. You know, you want to like, like have a plan. What am I going to do when this comes off? Am I going to like shout hooray? Am I going to go dance with my wife for a minute? You know, am I going to go jump up and down? And these are kind of, you know, some of these are kind of silly. Um, but like, just take a moment to celebrate. And then what I do is I, have a three ring binder with all those sheet protectors in it, those plastic sheet protectors. I'll take my accomplishment yes. and I'll put it in there. So I'm saving it. 
Yeah, that's totally, that's exactly what we like to do. It's so fun to go back and look at the successes and rejoice in them. And, and even to add on top of that, sometimes just writing a little blurb, like a little paragraph about how it came about. Um, and just, you know, sometimes something, something's on your vision board and a friend will like bring you that item that happened to me once I wanted this specific, beautiful plant in my front yard and my friend brought me it for my, my birthday and it happened to be on my vision board. And so like just that little, you know, when you're putting it out there, like, Hey, this is what I want. You, you never know how it's going to come about. So that was really cool for me that a friend was so in tune with me that she brought that for my birthday. And so writing that down is kind of a fun celebration too, like the details. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. You, you want to write down anything that kind of comes to you in the moment, like, wow, this was really a miracle that this happened or, or wow, this was really hard. It really stretched me because those are really fun memories to look back even three or six months later and be like, wow, yeah, that was really hard. But, and, and today it almost seems somewhat easy or or normal, you know, or natural. Um, Even just in that short amount of time, right? We can look back five years and go, oh yeah, I'm in a better place. But like, think of accelerating that process, accelerating the process of accomplishments in our life. A vision board is one of those ways to really start to accelerate it. So that's been my experience. And, and to start Yeah. Start learning the formula for success, like how to focus in, how to start doing those little acts to make that goal happen and then actually completing it and getting there. That's yeah. That process is huge. And, and if you never get a vision board or some way to get that going, it's almost like you just kind of never learn it because you're in survival mode, unless you're one of those people that's really goal driven naturally, which I don't know that there's a whole lot of those out there. <laughs> Takes a little <laughs> bit of effort, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and really the magic behind this is teaching your, your mind to focus teaching your mind to just shift a little bit from that order of chaos, right. That we could be in because there's so many different, there's so many different variables, right. To every day, but like taking a moment to breathe and focus on where it is you're headed. And that is so powerful. It's been so helpful to me. That is awesome. Okay, cool, Parker. Well, um, we appreciate you sharing about vision boards. And this is so cool about butterflies and the stages that they go through and how much of a comparison or a likeness there is with us in our development. Um, This has been awesome. So I just wonder if anyone that's listening is interested in learning more from you and wants to get a hold of you. um, And also, I want to tell about your freebie real quick. Um, Parker is offering a free two-hour appointment to the first three people that message him. And so um, you can message him. It's on Facebook, right? Or through email. Is that what you were telling me? Yep. Um, Facebook. So why don't you give us your full name? So yeah, my my Facebook is, my full name is Parker Hans, H-A-N-S, and then Boutner, spelled B-A-U-T-N-E-R. And I'm the only one out there. I was blessed with a, a, a very individual name. So there's no one else out there with that name. <laughs> so you should be able to find awesome. it. Awesome. 
Okay, perfect. That's great. So the first three people that message Parker will get to have a free two-hour appointment. So thank you for sharing that with our guests. That is awesome. Um, all right. And Parker, uh, before you go, we would love to also hear um, your oops moment. We love to share oops moments. It just it gives us um, the opportunity to laugh at or with someone else because we're all so, you know, imperfect and learning here on this planet. And so it's just kind of a way to lighten things up and, and yeah. help us relate to you. So what's your oops moment? <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'm going to go back to butterflies um, for my oops moment. So I, I'm raising these butterflies. It's a beautiful process awesome. to like, be a part of a release, right? Where you're releasing these butterflies and all these people are around and um, there's kids, there's adults. Well, I have one daughter who she is like, she's very touch sensitive. So something crawling on her hand or her arm, like she jumps and she'll, she'll slap it and squish it. Right. And so even uh -oh. though she grow, <laughs> she's grown up around the butterflies and she loves looking at them she, she still has the hardest time holding them. So one time I was in a group of people and there's, you know, a circle, <laughs> a circle of people around me. And I put mm -hmm. this butterfly on her hand. And as soon as the butterfly crawled onto the back of her hand, she slapped it <laughs> and totally just killed oh, it. Oh no. And it was right around all these people <laughs> and everyone was like, Oh no. You know, it was, <laughs> it's one of those moments where it's like, uh, whoop, you know, whoopsies. It was supposed to fly away yeah. and be free. <laughs> Here you are like giving life and getting excited about the butterflies and then this one falls dead, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, that kind of stuff happens and you're around kids. Uh, and so, you know, whatever. You just got to keep going forward. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, Parker. Well, thank you so much. If there's um, one more thing that you would share with, your, with our guests, um, what would that be? You know, um, I think Arise and Thrive, they have a great program going on. And I just, I would recommend to like, really don't just listen in on these things and these, these techniques and tools that they're, that they're going to share with you. Actually take action on them. Just take a tiny little step forward. You know, so many of us, we get, we just get stuck and we're in a world with so much information, so much knowledge coming at us the real magic is going to be behind us taking tiny steps, just a, a little step forward. And so um, thank you so much for having me on here and just, just take action. That's really what I have to say. I love that Parker. Thank you. I think we can learn and learn and learn and get all these great ideas, but if we never put them into practice, then we're missing out on so many important pieces of our process of growth. So today was terrific learning about the butterflies and just how much that that relates to us individually and our processes for, you know, getting our wings and spreading our wings and flying and, and really making a difference in the world. So thank you, Parker. I can tell that you are influencing many and we're excited to see how this goes for you the next little bit. I know, you know, the first year is, is exciting and, and awesome as a mentor and a, a coach. And so I just wish you all the best at, in bringing your skills and your passion and your gifts to those that are waiting for you. So great job, Parker. Thanks for being on today and best yeah, of thank, luck. Thank and, you so much. Uh,
Yes, and to our listeners, go ahead and message Parker. Will you say your name one more time for them and then we'll have it in the show notes as well. So my Facebook is Parker Hans Bowder. Okay, great. Thanks so much, Parker. And we look forward to finding out who gets those free um, appointments. Thank you so much. Me, me as well. Everyone have an, okay, have an awesome day, everybody. And go act. Pick one little thing to do. Put that one goal up on your vision board or make a vision board and get a goal on it. Whatever that one thing is that stood out to you today, go and do it. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a three-month support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We want to help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality. And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now. Or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.